Welcome to the Happy Holy Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, a doctor of traditional naturopathy and certified brain health professional. Now, those of you that know Happy Holy You, you know that we are all about health and well-being, and we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. So anyway, so did that and then ended up leaving that and then doing, you know, so I started building the company Happy Will You and then left all the corporate stuff and then started doing this full time. I actually grew this business 45% in one year from the moment I decided I'm done with this, you know, done with the W-2, I'm done having my energy essentially split in all these different directions and focused on Happy Will You and we increased revenue. Actually, it was in that was a year ago. Is that September? 2020, yeah, 2022. I officially was done with my contract, and from September 2022 to September 2023, increased gross sales by 45 percent by contributing to the business from a focused and intentional mindset. But you know what it really was? It was being in my community. It was going to joining the chamber of commerce, going to the meetings. It was see, you know, collaborating. You know, like I couldn't do this. Let's see, what time is it right now? It's twelve thirty. When I had my corporate, I couldn't do this, right? Like it's really interesting because you know, here I was working for a public entity, and yet me going out and being in the community, how I got a community as a business owner. I, it's interesting. I look back, I'm like, I should have had the business owner mindset when I worked for them, but they don't have that mindset, so I couldn't. I don't, you know, will have it until they live it. You know, yeah. I think that that's a part of what comes with being an entrepreneur is knowing that every single connection that I make is valuable. Every single person that I come in contact with, there's resources, and yeah. and I maybe I am their resource for them sometimes, and maybe sometimes they're the resource for me or whatever. That, yeah, it's yeah. Just, you know, I feel like it's like walking around knowing that each and every person that we encounter has some value. And like value from the perspective of like it, it could go through the roof. Like yeah. it could be knowledge. Watching how they tie their shoe. Yeah. The like wow, yeah. yeah. Just tied your shoe like that. I and then they really tie their shoe like that before. And that's something now I can use in my own life to grow and be more efficient with tying my shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Mind blowing. So the last question that you you like. Oh my God. We got your whole life story down. So well, this was only supposed to be twenty minutes, and now we're in an hour and seven. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, everybody. I think it's worth it because I feel like I hope people find value. Yeah, I think that it's part of, you know, that transition of like, I know in my life when I think of things that I, I think it's going to go a certain way or going to look a certain way and, you know, just shows that life doesn't always look the way that we maybe have yeah. intended for it to look and there's real value in flowing with whatever life 
had his our way. True. Yeah. So, okay. Was there any other tidbits you wanted to add to the timeline of your till now? Right now, we just ended with 2022 was when yeah. you decided to be involved in the community, step 100% into owning your business and not splitting your time between your... What do you Reli- your I was just saying my dad to my reliable paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> not splitting your time between your reliable paycheck, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and your business. And you went in full speed into your business. So in one year, you saw 45% growth. And then is that up till now then? Yeah. So now we just yeah landed it. So now we're here in 2023 and what do you see for the future for what's your in like two sentences or less? Oh boy. Where would you like to be in like if we were to fast forward to right now we're at 2024 and where it's September 2024 and we're sitting in these same chairs and what would you like to be saying on this podcast to your viewers like okay this year I did this for your business? I think that in the next year I definitely want to double like take 45 percent and all go to 90 percent improvement and create things those which allows me to have the finances to expand do more things back great i definitely want a year from now to be able to say hey we because we just launched our online nutraceuticals sales website so our website now you can go and you can get auto delivery 15 percent off you know your your supplements every month or every 60 days whatever you choose to do and i hope i can come back in a year and say it's thriving and you know our people trust happy with you because we have high quality ingredients you know we're just we're not just an amazon type of wild pill <laughs> or liquid supplement trackable results there's trackable results and people trust us. And, you know, so our online sales are going to allow us to reach even more people and pull them into the Happy Holy community, pull them into the podcast, you know, pull them into, you know, different programs we do, working with different, you know, not just corporations in Bakersfield, but, you know, all around. Because I was like, I was telling you, there's three buckets that I have. There's three buckets of business. I have the business of the brick and mortar here in Bakersfield that was a membership-based, seeing people one-on-one. That's one business. The other business is our corporate stuff that we do, the well-being and performance programs that we put together for companies. And then the third bucket is the supplements and nutraceuticals and the online aspect of the company. So really just growing all of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the thing that we did, the two-part question was what What's a time in your life that you felt like on a heart level was really like heavy for you or challenging? It just not believing in myself. And I don't think it's just one. I mean, it's not just one time. It's just like ever since I was younger, I just never felt like I was good enough. I never felt like was there ever something though that you felt like you just could not come over? Like couldn't like there was something that was presented to you that you were like, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? I don't know if I have the tools to, to like figure this out. Could be when you're 10. Oh, it's like I mean, when I got pregnant, yeah, when I got pregnant and I was about to get married, I was questioning it. Like, I don't think I don't know if I should do this. I don't think I should do this. Like, am I just like so? I went from literally, you know, having a boyfriend, really liking him. I was in love with him for sure. But then the moment I got pregnant, because I was pregnant and I knew I was pregnant first, and then he asked me to marry him, was the moment I started to doubt our relationship. Because does this person want to marry me just because I'm pregnant? So you didn't know that he had already bought a out. So you thought he was just doing it because you were pregnant? Right. Yes. Yeah. So that was probably very challenging. And I had that thought in the back of my head. And you got to remember, we were still 
you know, I wasn't fully just talking about all this stuff. I wasn't he's confident. Yeah. I mean, it had I give all this to myself. Yeah. To yeah. express your feeling. Yeah. Great step. Yeah. To unpack those yeah. feelings and to know the value of right. expressing those feelings. Yeah. So it was, it was very scary. It was a very scary time for me. And then having a child and being away, being away and like not having support friends like, yeah it was hard it was really hard and I didn't have friends because I was a workaholic and I would just work all the time I didn't take time to create relationships because I knew I was gonna move away right so I was just working all the time and you know so I would say that that literally that whole timeline of being pregnant getting married having Lewis and getting through those first six months with Lewis was really challenging because of my own mental health. I mean, I was on disability because I had postpartum depression so bad for 10 weeks. It was so interesting because you told me like at one point, you know, it said during that pregnancy with Lewis, you had so many in like an influx in your and shifts, lots of shifts in your train of thought and your emotions and the levels that just in your your thoughts. And do you remember? That was more like Garrity. Oh, really? It was Garrity. Garrity. I mean, with Lewis, yes, but with Garrity was literally the angel that was sent. She shifted so much in me. Lewis definitely did. Lewis was the warm up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a pregame. Yeah, he was. He was the warm up. Lewis turned me into an unselfish person for sure, one hundred and ten percent. And what Lewis taught me was I had to take care of myself. Garrity taught me I had to love myself. And so you can't love yourself, though, until you're taking care of yourself. That's a thing. People always say, oh, you just got to learn to love yourself. Well, how can you love yourself when you're not doing lovable things for and to yourself? And I wasn't. So Lewis was definitely, what did you start doing when you just realized that that was something that was going to be beneficial for you? I started to listen to better things. Like I started to listen. I remember I started listening to Christian radio. was one of the things. I started to get more spiritual and care to figure out, okay, if there is a God, what does this role mean? Because my idea of God and spirituality was religion and Catholic. And I was already deemed going to hell because I had sex before I was married. You know, I mean, again, this is learning and my mindset. And so starting to get more spiritual, started to shift how I was thinking, started to not just think of myself all the time. Like when I was so focused on myself, it was like so destructive. You know, like it was like I was worried about how I looked and, you know, did I have a six pack or not? And did I have cellulite? I mean, like you're pregnant. Like how did you can have a six pack whenever I ever met anybody? That oh, my God. I mean, just is that a reality? Silly. <laughs> silliness, silliness. And then, you know, it was like, yeah, like, but that's the stuff I worried about. And you would ever get a six pack again. Well, yeah, if I ever would, my body, would I get it back? And oh, everyone gets fat when they're pregnant. Like, this was my mindset. So, I mean, and then it's like once I had Lewis and I started to realize, like, there's so much more to life than the way you freaking look, right? It's all about how you feel, how you're showing up for other people. And it's not about you anymore. You know, you said that to me yesterday, which is funny. You said that today or alone yesterday. And you were like, you know, what I've learned in my life is that it's not about me my life's not about me and I don't think that that's like common practice from a thought process perspective yeah like I don't know I mean how is it not about me and I'm supposed to take care of myself and love myself like yeah it kind of conflicts with that like <laughs> ideology yeah 
Yeah, I think it's it's going back to the balance and notes and not being extreme in any one way, right? Like you can't be the person that is putting your health and and your well being on the back burner because you're showing up to help at church every day of the week, right? And your family's falling apart at home, right? Can't that no, you can't be the person that's showing up and saying yes to your boss twenty four seven, and you know things are falling apart, you know, when your health and you're not having time to take care of yourself. So. I think like staying out of those extremes are like really important, you know? Yeah. You started to show up for yourself in a way with Garrity that was about taking care of you. And then with Lois, you said that you, I say a lot, like Garrity was more about loving myself and Lewis was more about, I had to take care of myself, like in a different way, like my thoughts, like all of that, like the people I would allow myself to be around or the lack thereof so i had to start creating relationships yeah or the support right the family or the friends and i feel like that's a huge factor that a lot of people don't talk about when relocating because i did the same thing coming from massachusetts and moving to bakersfield and starting new i think i was 24 when i moved here i was alone and i mean i had somebody that i knew and that if one person isn't enough you know, to yeah. satisfy the needs of you need a community. Yeah. Yeah. And even with a community, sometimes it's like the connections that I've made, you know, throughout my life with friendships and family growing up. And like, I feel like there's something different between having a friend that has seen all of the transitions in mm-hmm. my life. Oh, like, yeah. Like growing with somebody yeah. versus becoming friends with somebody is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they like, they get all aspects of you. They have had an opportunity to see. Okay, before, like I remember when I was in high school, I had an opportunity to be the art director of a play in a production. It was called The Wizard of Oz. And it was fantastic. And like, my art teacher was like, you're doing this by yourself kind of thing. Like, no, you can't have your friend do it with you. They're not going to co-direct. You're going to be the art director. This is your job. And I remember thinking like, wow, she wants me to do this by myself. And she believes in me that much that I can handle this on my own. I like the idea of not having all the pressure fall on me. And when I looked at it from the perspective of like, wow, this is a big job and how much it entailed, I thought, man, this is going to be fun. Like I could do this. After I did it, I felt a different way, right? I felt like there was this level of accomplishment. The people that knew me before I was that and then the people that knew me after, like it created a different relationship with those people and then times 100 over life, right? So all the things that happen in our lives that grow. Yes. Yes. It just, it strengthens bonds, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't have that. You and I'm here alone. Yeah. I still don't have that. Really? No. I mean, I I mean, from when I was younger, like to really in college, I mean, I moved away. You know what I mean? So I mean, I do have like, I have my one good friend back in Michigan. So she's been with me through it all. I mean, she watched both children come out of me, literally, you know, so we have that. But there's a gap, you know, like you can go. You became a well, you did. There could be a year where we don't see each other, or we stay in touch and all that, you know. But you know, like she hasn't seen this place, and you know, I hope she can come out. She hasn't been out here since security before. Wow. Yeah, because she had kids, right. you know. So, so we're on the same path. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I go to Michigan. I see her. I see her kids and stuff like that. It's just easy for me to go there. I see my family. I see her. You have Carl's sister. Yeah, she's seen your yeah. growth and. Mm-hmm. The transition from right. you becoming an individual to being a mom to being a business owner. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like a three part transition. Yeah. I know that's kind of interesting now that you mentioned it. Yeah. So you didn't have college friends here that you went through 
transitions. I don't even have any friends from high school anymore. Really? I literally like our high school wasn't that great. I mean, people that knew me in high school was like, oh yeah, it's great. Like I was the athlete, I got a good grade, like all things. I literally like graduated and went to college and some of my friends from high school went to college and I literally felt like I was left out. Like they all got a house together or apartment and I wasn't included. And so then I was like, well, that, I, then I told myself, well, shit, it's just me against the world. I'm on my own. Like, I can't count people to be there for me. So then I just started doing my own thing. And then I made sure once I graduated, I had a job and that even that level of country. But yeah, I don't even have any friends. I went by a college. Caroline, my best friend. And then oh, you met her in college. Uh-huh. Sophomore year. And then uh, I have another friend who, you know, we could just pick up wherever we leave off from college, you know, but they don't really and then you have a sister. My sister. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that makes That's everything. I think yeah. that most people that have sisters, because I don't yeah. have a sister. So I yeah. have friends that are like sisters. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Because I think I didn't have a sister. Yeah. I look at people that do have sisters and there's just a place that it's almost it's, just, you can't describe it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's five years older than me and we used to like never like each other. We would call each other all the time, you know, it's awesome. And she, her kids and my kids, you know, love each other. All that. And then I have my brothers too, you know, one brother I talk to more than the other two, but you know, so yeah, I mean, family always goes back to family. Yeah. So you have a foundation for support. It's just not in bigger cells. You haven't really developed like a substantial foundation of support with friendships. And you know, Carl's sister doesn't live here either. She lives in a different city. Yeah. yeah. So you have me by them. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for interviewing. <laughs> that was, we can't leave on that note. I mean, if I look at your life and the whole, I only have heard the timeline from 26 to now. <laughs> That's a lot of growth in a short period of time, you know, and it's pretty astounding to like the level of commitment that you've made to yourself and the well-being of others and your children. And my experience of you with that is being and dedicated to making sure that your children get the best of you and all of the tools and all the knowledge that you've obtained over the years has been presented to them in a way that is propelling them forward as well. Yeah. It's like a huge blessing because not many kids have an opportunity to have a parent that has done so much work, you know, from a self-growth perspective. Well, I had to do it because I had to break the cycle. Yeah. I was wondering, is that your why behind it? Like, I don't know. What's your why behind your drive? I just think I didn't want to struggle with my parents. You know, I just wanted more of my life, not knowing exactly what more. So I think, yeah, I didn't want to struggle. I wanted to provide my kids with opportunities I didn't have. I've done that. Yeah. But I'll continue to do that. It's pretty badass. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I don't think so, but I think we're going to have to make this into a three-part series. This is the, uh, yeah, it's the, it's a trilogy. <laughs> for sure is. So, well, thanks for sharing your adult journey with mm-hmm. us and your transition from being a single working individual to saying yes to potential and love and dating and opportunity. And it's really a blessing, I think, when you mentioned what's closest to your heart and one of your biggest accomplishments was also simultaneously one of the things that was the heaviest for you in your life as well. So it really is a true testament to the beauty of the blessings in disguise. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. I know I remember one of my graduation gifts, this lady I 
babysat our kids and she gave me this cd and booklet that was god bless the broken road or something along that line like that and then like i hope you dance i hope that led me straight to you and then like i hope you dance it no i hope you yeah always like those two songs were like brought to me around graduation or like cards i don't know i just remember those two songs and i think that those two songs can actually like are just are so great because god bless broken road that led me straight to you it's like yeah we all have the ups and downs but then you have the people there that you love and your life couldn't have happened any other way and then the i hope you dance it's like no matter what challenges we have in our life like take some time to dance and enjoy life because you know you only get one life so yeah yeah <laughs> well thanks for joining us guys and that wraps up our get to know dr anna marie frank thanks for joining us today you guys on this happy whole you podcast we are so stoked that you are listening and if you have questions or want to reach out to us you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com and you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day, have a great week, and we will see you soon.